We are so excited to get into our topic today, but we have a little housekeeping to get out of the way first. Our show is made possible in part by our patrons on Patreon. For as little as $3 a month, you can get episode shoutouts, access to topic polls, and be able to listen to hilarious outtakes. We'd also love to connect with you online. You can chat with us in real time on our Discord server, What the Finance, send a tweet to finance underscore what, or email us at what underscore the underscore finance at protonmail.com. Well, hello. Good evening. Good evening. Uh, worth noting <laughs> for those that are, are interested, this is our last evening. We're making, we're making a change up in our schedule. So the next time that you hear from us, it'll be very early in the morning. True. There's a possibility, I think, on both sides that neither one of us will be too freaked out to have caffeine before recording. So we might, there is a possibility that we might actually be a little bit more peppy. Yeah. <laughs> right. I like, think that is entirely possible. Yeah. I don't want to have a cup of coffee at 8 p.m. I already have a hard time sleeping. <laughs> and I know that you are not in that same boat, but. <laughs> with the fear maybe not with the sleeping uh yeah uh, yeah I definitely I'll, I'll I drink caffeine pretty much anytime not a great idea but I do it we've all got our things right that's it <laughs> right yeah so before we start talking about Shit's Creek which is what we're actually talking about tonight one thing that I wanted to mention both to Cheyenne and our audience so for our audience, we record over Zoom. And when I hit record, pretty much every week, Cheyenne is like, am I going to accept it? And am I going to leave? Just leave Rachel on her own. This past week, I learned that Cheyenne is not the only co-host that does this. Because Nathan and I were on uh, the DCL podcast. Give them a little shout out. Uh, to talk about our recent vacation and one of the co-hosts did the exact same thing. Uh, A host after my own heart. Yes. Yes. Uh, So anyway, I thought that you all would be interested to know that. (laughs) I. And if you're not, well, I'm sorry, but you know now anyway. I am very interested to know that. (laughs) Actually. Quite pleased, in fact. Oh, good. <laughs> so as I mentioned, tonight for real, what we're talking about is television show Shit's Creek. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was on the fence, honestly, about watching it for kind of a long time. And then my brother-in-law during a family or one of my brother's in-law, uh, somehow I keep forgetting that, like, I just keep accumulating them. Uh, <laughs> commented on how good it was and he really enjoyed it and I was like well I trust your taste so I started watching it too and I'm glad that I did but it does get off to a pretty slow start it definitely does I was also on the fence about it like honestly I forget the the actor's name he was in the American Pie movies oh Dan Levy is he I I guess I've not actually ever seen the older or oh Eugene 
Yeah. Yeah. So the American Pie movies were not really like my type of humor. So I did not watch them. I know some of like the the main jokes throughout the series. That's kind of really the extent of it. But from from what I do know and the little bits and pieces here and there that I've seen, it's they're not really my thing. And so knowing that and knowing that that guy was in it, I was like, ah, this is probably not my kind of show. And when you suggested it, I was like, well, she's she would not suggest to me this show that I would loathe (laughs) like that's just not not gonna happen and so I started watching it and I'd started watching it very specifically for this episode and it was fantastic hilarious and the only reason I stopped is because um we just recently went through a second round in our household of COVID and so I was not at a, a place where I was like putting on shows that I actually wanted to pay attention to and enjoy right hundred percent. Yeah. That's not what you do when you're sick. No. Like you put on like comfort shows mm-hmm. at that point, like things that you've seen a thousand times and you just like, it's not, if you fall asleep, it's not a big deal. If you are in like some sort of thick brain fog, like it's not a big deal. Uh, so I stopped, I, I only got, I think I, I'm going to say like four or five maybe six episodes max into it but it was absolutely hysterical I loved it when you get back to it or if you get back to it I think it's probably the reality of our lives like mm. the growth of the characters is just incredible which is I think what really I mean often I feel like the reason that sitcoms are so comforting is that you kind of just have the same person for you know six seasons or whatever Mm -hmm. but as I think about like my favorite sitcoms there's like character growth throughout right like Schitt's Creek or Community is like that for me Mm. because like in the beginning right the Rose family lose everything Mm -hmm. right (laughs) they have this one asset and I had shared in a previous episode that I'm pretty sure that Schitt's Creek just the name of the city that is their one asset is a company town mm-hmm. yeah because uh, those unlike like a regular city can in fact get bought and sold which is weird but you know doesn't really get into it in the show they've got this one asset but they're really snobby right like despite the fact that they have nothing they still act like they're better than everybody else who lives in this very rural town with a shitty name mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then over the course of the series, you see them start to change, right? Like, especially the kids, like Dan and Alexis. And I say kids, like they're grown adults, but, right. you know, the, the kids of the family. Yeah. <laughs> um, they start to really, like, grow as people. And I appreciate that mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. Even in the few episodes that I saw, I noticed that that was a thing. So one of the things that I think speaks to the Rose's entitlement, like early Mm. on in the series, is that they seem to think it's no big deal to just run up a giant tab at the town cafe. Yeah. But I also appreciate, I don't even remember where this happens, honestly, in the series, but at some point, uh, Twyla, who's the waitress, is like, uh, I can't let you guys get any more food 
till you pay your bill off. It's like a big thing because they're like, uh, okay, but like nobody here has jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I don't remember how it ends up working out, but it does. So uh, there's like a, a making of documentary that came out after the series was over. Also super excellent. Uh, and shows how much attention I was paying. I had no clue that Twyla and David are siblings in real life and that Johnny Rose is their dad yeah yeah so like their whole family is in the show but Twyla is not the daughter (laughs) in the show but now Eugene and Sarah Levy have both done a series of like Capital One commercials and I'm like how did I and they are like a father and daughter and I'm like how did I not realize this like previously in the show Kind of a running joke through the series are Moira's wigs. So Moira has just like a ton of wigs. You never see her with her actual real hair. She's always wearing a wig. And she takes very good care of them. Right, And she often will like refer to her wigs as like friends that she's had because she's had some of these wigs for like 40 years. I mean, and maybe it's just because she's the mom, right? But everybody is like, oh, mom, like you're so ridiculous about your wigs. Okay, wigs are freaking expensive. Yeah. Like if you get like a like a good quality wig, like yeah, what Moira has hanging up on the wall of their motel room that they live in for the entirety of the series. <laughs> like if she sold that, They'd probably be fine. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, that does remind me. One thing that Moira does at one point, uh, so she was a an actress in a successful soap opera and got written off the show. She starts doing conventions. And I always think of like Star Trek conventions, but I guess they have them for pretty much everything. I guess. <laughs> makes sense I would never have like known that but like it does make sense so another character we haven't talked about a ton <laughs> in Schitt's Creek is Stevie um, and she is super interesting and I would say honestly a little bit relatable as well to me so uh because she went she grew up in Schitt's Creek she went to college but then she came back to Schitt's Creek and feels kind of trapped there yeah so it took me a second to figure Um, out who we were talking about I thought you said Phoebe and I was like who is Phoebe I've not seen this Phoebe Stevie now I get it yeah 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 very relatable yeah um she is just like an interesting human. Uh, and I feel like they really, I don't know, maybe this is not the right thing for me to say as somebody who grew up in a really rural area and does not live in a rural area anymore. But uh, I feel like they did a really good job of really kind of nailing 
like that feeling that you can have as a person who like went out into the world and then came back to the rural area that you grew up in. Um, and like you've seen what is possible and you know, like that things could change for the better even though you think that the community you grew up in is great. And like, there's always kind of like this push and pull of like wanting things to be better and different, but also not wanting to alienate people uh, who are maybe taking what you're saying or wanting to do very personally. Like you just, I feel like she just does a fantastic job with that whole kind of weird dynamic that, <laughs> that happens. Really more often than we might, that you might initially realize. Yeah. I think, um, Like, even in the first few episodes that I saw, like, Stevie was a very relatable character because she had gone, she she came back. Um, and so I haven't had the opportunity to see, like, much more beyond that. But I agree. I feel like they did a really good job with that. And I, I will say, though, overall, like... their like their character development like just even like I feel like sometimes what can happen with like sitcom type like comedy type shows mm -hmm. is the first few episodes like characters are like inconsistent like they're not like they're not really like a character yet like they're still building what that character is going to turn into based on like how ratings go and who finds what funny and I feel like Shit's Creek mm -hmm. yeah. had set characters from the beginning like they were like there wasn't a lot changing about them like initially to like get settled into that character like yeah. they were just like this is like they were confident with what they had written and they stuck with it. And, and I think that that's very noticeable right away. Yes, I agree. I agree. I feel like the growth that you see that we keep talking about, like really is organic. It's not responding to the ratings, right? It really more than almost any other TV show, I think it really is like a, you're seeing real life people respond to the experiences that they are actually having. Mm -hmm. I feel like they, I feel like the writers planned a little bit better. Like I feel like there was more of that show written initially than, than would typically happen. Like I don't think that they just started with a pilot episode or like a first season, I think they, I think they had a vision for quite a few seasons and knew like some of the char mm. character growth that was going to happen because that or they're very skilled at winging it. 
both. Yeah. Um, but I, I think that they do actually talk about that a little bit in that in the documentary. Hmm. And I should have watched it in advance of recording this episode. And I didn't. Um, I didn't know it existed. <laughs> I finished the series and I was like, oh, that's it. It's over. I mean, the ending was very satisfying, but you're still sad when it's done. And then there was this documentary and I was like, oh, right. Like it was recommended as like the next thing to watch. So I was very excited and I watched it right away. I think they talked about that because um, right, the series is created by Eugene and Dan Levy. I think they talked about it for a really long time, right? Like we've got this idea. Um, and if I'm recalling correctly, it really was kind of like that project that is like on the back burner. And so you do a little bit and then you push it back and then you do a little bit and you push it back and like, surprise you do that for a while and it turns out you actually have a pretty okay project <laughs> just been slowly bubbling away back there mm -hmm. i mean that 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 would make oh. sense and i could absolutely see that being the case because like i said even in the few episodes i've seen like it's pretty it's pretty clear that they went in like solid Mm. Um, you know, it's the other thing that I wanted to make sure to touch on uh, related to Moira's character development <laughs> that she had a little later in the series. So it started out kind of like a lot of their family situations, like a comedy. Moira decided she was going to cook dinner for the family they're still living in the motel they didn't have a kitchen so they uh commandeered roland and jocelyn's kitchen and then moira realizes that she actually has no idea how to cook. Um, and it was then that we learned that she actually grew up really poor and was like discovered as an actress and then you know, had her whole soap career uh, and lived a very wealthy life, right? Like with chefs and other uh, like household help and she realizes that she thought she would have these skills like forever and then realizes like oh no actually it turns out that what I thought for all these years was completely wrong and that if you don't use like these types of skills you just completely forget how to do them and I appreciated that, like, both just as a character moment for her, but also a kind of an in-your-face reminder to the audience that you can't just assume that your skills are going to be there when you need them. Yeah. Like, you've got to keep practicing. Mm hmm Yeah, that was really nice. That was a nice 
moment. She does end up figuring it out and cooks dinner for the family, but it's a bit of a mess. Well, <laughs> happens to the best of us. It really does. It does. Although I shouldn't say that because um, I'm not the greatest cook. I mean, I think it's been it, it's been mentioned before. Cooking not my favorite. I, really, anything to do with the kitchen, like it's just not my thing. Mm. I, I really honestly only got a kitchen because it came with the house. It's just not my thing. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, I'm getting better at it, though. Forcing myself to step out of my comfort zone a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I do find that I enjoy, I enjoyed cooking as a younger person. And now I'm kind of coming back to enjoying it again. Now that I'm not the only one in the house who likes to eat my cooking if it's time for us to wrap it up i'll do my usual you should join us on our discord server we're usually pretty interesting this past week notwithstanding we were last week was a rough week for the the hosts of what the finance yes it was um but it's a new month it is (laughs) and i think that this month is going to be our most hilarious month yet. And so you would hate to miss some sort of real-time revelation in which I fully admit to the Discord world that if you don't catch me in the exact right moment, I may say that I'm going to read your link, but I won't. But for real, join us on Discord. We love having conversations with people there. We would love to build that community even more. And stay tuned for some announcements because we are talking about switching up our podcast hosting. Is that what it's hosting? I don't know. Yes, that is what it's called. Depending on how things go, maybe by the time this even comes out, that will have already happened. And so it won't make it to the episode. It's hard to say. That's true. And either way, we will still be available everywhere that you get your podcasts it's true the beauty of an rss feed right (laughs) yeah well will we be available everywhere though because will we still have it available on spotify oh no no so we can opt to take it off of spotify if we're not hosted on the platform that is right by spotify (laughs) yeah but yeah, as 100% always, coming up. You won't be able to listen to us on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know when yet, but it is definitely, it is definitely a thing. Yeah. And uh, that's probably a thing that we'll talk about in our Discord server, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that'll, that'll come up. Um, I feel like this is one of those examples of, I, I, you know, like Facebook and Instagram. You know, they, they were pulling some stuff and we were like, nope we're not going to be present on there and now Spotify. And so like, it's definitely like with our, with what our goal for the podcast is like, it's not the easiest thing to do to like actively decide to stop using the most powerful marketing tools that you have at your disposal. (laughs) Like true. true. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's so it's so funny to me that it's it's like it's almost like we are like working against against ourselves in a way 
but I think that I feel better about what we're doing mm -hmm. because we we do choose to not support or not utilize services that we truly do not share values with. Like that's just, it's a little moment that like makes makes me proud of us. Thank you. Me too. <laughs>